Hello and welcome to One Sweet Dish, a podcast about that one dessert we hold dear. I'm your host, Kate Karchaw. On today's episode, you'll hear about a Thanksgiving classic that's a staple on many dining room tables come November. Yet as one American traveller discovered, this sweet treat isn't easy to find outside the United States, especially when searching for one in Australia. Here's the story. Hello, my name is Josh and my one sweet dish is pumpkin pie. Okay, so you're American? Yes. What does pumpkin pie mean to you? Before like the whole pumpkin spice latte craze, it was kind of like the thing that you had in the, the fall. It goes like everyone has it at Thanksgiving. You could have it like Halloween, I guess, too. It's not really too much of a Halloween thing. But around that time, like you just start having like pumpkin pie everywhere. You can buy it in the grocery stores. You can buy it like everyone has their own version of like pumpkin pie. Uh, everyone would go to Costco and get like uh, their own like pumpkin pie. It's like just a million of them because they're cheap there. Growing up, do you remember pumpkin pies? The childhood feeling, do you have that type of connection with this dish? I think, so I never really like thought about it too much until I moved to Australia. And then there's like, there's no pumpkin pie here almost. Um, like you can get it, but it's like really rare. Because um, I was used to, so a big thing in the US too is like, so people will make it, but it's like easier to make because the ingredients are like pretty like, Everyone makes it, so they make it like easy to get the ingredients. You can just buy like the tinned pumpkin puree, um, and then you can buy like the pre-made um, graham cracker crust. And even like the the tinned pumpkin puree has like the recipe for it, like on this. It's not like an amazing recipe, but it's like basic. And on top of that, you can buy like the pre-made pumpkin spice mix. Like so, you don't even have to. It's basically just like here's a tin of pumpkin. Add some condensed milk add like two tablespoons of pumpkin pie spice and like you're, you're basically you done. done almost. Oh wow. Um, but, but here, so, but here, yeah, you have to do it all from like scratch. Like they don't, they don't have, I mean, even graham crackers are hard to find. Um, so you can make your own like alternative or you can try to get graham crackers. Um, you have to like do the pumpkin puree on your own or like sometimes you can get lucky and find it in the store, but it's really expensive. So just do it on your own is easier. It comes out better too. So when moving to Australia mm. and your first Thanksgiving, what, what was that like? The first time I ever came to Australia was the week after Thanksgiving. Um, I, I don't know why, uh, just because uh, I came for five days and everyone thinks that's very strange, uh, which thinking back on it, I can see why. <laughs> it's, a long, it's a long t- yeah. <laughs> travel time for five days. Um, but so that was like after, that was after my first thing, like kind of like a Thanksgiving memory, but not really. So then the next year... That's when I had met Sarah. And so she had gone to Arizona for a horseback riding thing. And then um, because I could only be in the country three months at a time, I had left um, and gone home for a little bit. And then I came back with her when she came back. And uh, the day that we came back was actually Thanksgiving. Um, so we didn't do anything that day because it's kind of like, it's a hard thing to do here because it's always on a Thursday. So, and it's not like a, like people don't really celebrate it here. So I think on the weekend after that, um, her mom was here and then we had a couple of people around, um, our neighbor, David, and then, um, well, one of our friends, Virginia, and she brought a pumpkin pie from, uh, the pie tin in Newtown, which is the first time I had like even thought about where to get a pumpkin pie in Australia. And it was like good, but it wasn't like the same. So it was kind of like, it made me think about it more. Cause I was like, oh, like 
They do have pumpkin pie here, but it's not like how I remember it. So what was different about it? It was a fine pie. Um, I don't want to say it was like bad or anything. Like pies, almost all pie is pretty good pie. Um, but like the crust was like just a regular short crust. Um, they also do, it wasn't like bad, but they do a thing with like maple syrup where they do like a little swirl and like, it was okay, but it like maple stuff is a really different flavor from like pumpkin spice stuff. So it had like the sort of flavor to it, but it, it was just different. So it wasn't like what I remember. And did that make you want to go and make your own? And Yeah. So Sarah really likes pumpkin pie. I remember she had asked me to make it one time. And um, this at this point, I had never actually made it like on my own before. Like I'd, I'd, I'd helped people make it when I was younger, but I'd never like I never really like thought about it, like what goes into it, especially not like from scratch. So I remember we found like, I don't know how, but we found like the the pre-made graham cracker crust and then pumpkin puree at Kohl's, which is like really weird. They didn't have like a lot of it. And like, I haven't ever, ever found it since then. So, but yeah, so I made it from the recipe there and that like they had the recipe on the pumpkin puree tin. And uh, it was like a different brand than I'm used to too. So I don't know what brand it was, but it was like fine. But again, it was like different. So I was like, oh, like, I'm going to look into how I can make it more like the way that I'm used to, which led me to like looking up more online and like trying to figure out like how to get the graham cracker crust, right? Because everyone has their own version of graham cracker crust too. And like everyone has their own version of like the pumpkin pie spice. The rest of it's like pretty much the same, but like, so just like finding, like I would take like bits and pieces from different recipes and like, until I found one that like I reminded me of like the pumpkin pie that I had when I was growing up. So the, the first time I made the pumpkin pie was, it was fine. It didn't come out too too bad too good um but she's asked me to make other things too that like you can't really get in australia the first time i ever baked for her was uh cornbread which has another american classic um but that is even harder to figure out how to make from because like in in america you just go to the grocery store and you buy like cornmeal and like you make it from that but they don't have cornmeal here it's not like a thing so i was thinking like corn flour is like the same thing but in America, they call that cornstarch, which is completely different. Uh, so I made it from, from corn flour, which was already bad. But when I was like opening the bag, um, it kind of just like splattered all over the place. Um, so the whole kitchen was covered in like corn flour dust. <laughs> she, she came out and laughed at me and then took pictures and posted them on Facebook. <laughs> Sarah! Uh, so now every year um, on the anniversary of that, I can see the, um, the memories on Facebook. Um, since then I've done better though, cause you can't get like cornmeal here, but you can get polenta and it's, it's close enough. Um, and also this is like a, a weird one, but my mom sends us, um, like the pre made, uh, cornbread mix. So, which is a, like another thing that you can't really get here. Um, but you basically just add like eggs and water and then it's done. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, thanks mom. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I believe you have a graham cracker story where it's hard to get in Australia. You had yeah. some in the cupboard. Mm -hmm. Then you had house guests. Yeah. So graham crackers aren't like a thing here. There's two different like crackers that are similar. Like digestive biscuits have like the same taste, but they're like are similar taste, but they're different textures. They don't work the same. Um, and then granita biscuits are like a lot crunchier, which they work, but you have to like grind them up in the food processor for like a really long time. So I found... 
Um, I don't know why, but I like going into like grocery stores and looking at the biscuits and stuff. Um, like no matter where we go, like we went to the UK and I would like look at all the like different biscuits. Like, oh, these are so cool. I've never seen those before. So sometimes I'll go into like grocery stores just to look at the biscuits. I do like a monthly or bi-monthly like trip to Kohl's to see like what kind of biscuits are different from like Woolies. Um, Cause we mostly go to Woolworth. Um, but I used to go, I, I go into the city like four or five times a week and I'm always by like town hall to do like work and stuff. And uh, I don't know if they don't have it anymore. They replaced it with Big W. Um, but the, the top floor of the Woolworths, um, they used to have a bunch of um, international stuff. They would have like um, British stuff, Asian stuff. And they had some Irish stuff. And I didn't realize it at first, but graham crackers are really big in like the Philippines too. And they're like basically the same as like the American ones. So they had like 10 packs of like graham crackers there. And I think like Sarah and I went there one day. We got like a whole basket full of just graham crackers. I think it was like 20 or 30 packs. Uh, just because like it's, they're hard to find. And like they weren't like two, it was like $3 or something per pack. And uh, I was like, oh, like I'll save them and use them for like graham cracker crust. We had those like just way in the back of a cupboard somewhere. Like they weren't like, they weren't just like out front or anything. Like it wasn't easy to find. Like you had to like go looking for them. So we went on holiday and we needed um, someone to watch our cats. So we, we found some cat sitters who we thought were nice. Um, they were like an older couple. They're not like, they weren't mean or anything, but they were just a bit like, thought that doing things like their way was like best, even though we asked them to do things our way. Mm-hmm. The cat was fine when we came back. And that was the important part. Uh, but about halfway through our trip, um, we got like a message saying like, oh, my husband loves these graham crackers. Like, where did you get them? And we were kind of confused because, like, why are you eating our graham crackers? Um, They're a bit hard to find. Like, you didn't ask. (laughs) But I figured, like, oh, they asked where to get them, so they're going to replace them. So I was like, oh, you get them at Town Hall Woolies, like, on the top floor. At that time, you could still get them there. And uh, so, like, we come back, and we thought they were going to replace them. And they had eaten, like, between them, like, five-something, like, packets of graham crackers. Like, the whole packet. So, like, 50, 50 sleeves of graham crackers. I was like, that's a, that's a bit much. <laughs> like, you could have replaced them. We had, like, left them stuff, too, specifically. And we had said, like, here's some treats for you. Um, we bought some things. And also, we had, like, some things that we weren't going to use. And we had, like, left them in the fridge or, like, left them in, like, another cupboard. So uh, we, we never told them they could have the graham crackers. But I'm glad they enjoyed them, at least. That's the important part. Somebody... As long as they didn't hate them, if they were like, oh, these are disgusting, like, and then they threw them all out, that would be worse. For those wondering, Josh did find some replacement graham crackers. Though if you know anywhere in Sydney to find them, hit us up on our social media and we'll pass on your suggestions. Before chatting about his affinity with the pumpkin pie, Josh made his own Australian version. We shared a slice and I must say it was delicious. Thanks for stopping by. You've been listening to the One Sweet Dish podcast. One Sweet Dish is produced by Dan McHugh and is brought to you by Happy Tuesday Productions. If you'd like the recipe from today's episode, head to happytuesday.com.au or find us on social media. For more episodes of One Sweet Dish, find us wherever you get your podcasts.